Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi and welcome to Season 3, Episode 5 of the Next Dimension Podcast, your podcast that's all about VR and AR. And I'm super excited about today's episode because he is here, Eric from Q2C VR Gamer. Eric, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, man. Thank you for having me. I love your theme music, man. I just <laughs> I was listening to it. It's just, it's really, really good. I like it a lot. It has lots of energy, you know, it because does. we just, we also have energy. We are like yeah. enthusiasts. We are we are enthusiasts, and I wanted to find like a song that would like yeah bring this energy to the table, and that's it. Yeah, and it does, man. It gets you ready to go, and man, I am right? so ready to talk VR. This is my one of my oh. favorite times of the year, right? Yeah, exactly. Things are happening. Lots of new hardware, and well, obviously, we're going to talk about the Quest Pro. It's here now. You and me, we both have it, and wow, we're going to talk so much about it. Hopefully, later. By the way, Tatiana is still going to join us. She's now at right now at the car dealership. She had to do some stuff, but probably she'll come come and join us later. Yeah. The show today, also with me, of course, Sebastian Ang, founder of MRTV and the host of the Next Dimension podcast. For all of you who don't know this podcast yet, this podcast, well, as you heard in the beginning, is all about VR and also AR in the future and mixed reality and all the good stuff. And yeah, it's um, live streamed every Saturday at 9 p.m. Berlin time, 8 p.m. London, noon in San Francisco and 3 p.m. in New York City. 3 p.m., that, that's your time zone? It is, yeah. I'm about three hours north of New York City. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yep. So you can watch this live on MRTV or you can also listen to this everywhere where you can find podcasts. So iTunes, Spotify, Google, Alexa, all the good stuff. And if you enjoy this podcast, I would be very happy if you would give it a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. Simply get out your iPhone or iPad, open the podcast app, find the Next Dimension podcast and give it a five-star review. If you enjoy the show, and I believe you should enjoy it if you're listening to it right now or if you're watching it live here on MRTV. And if you're live here, give it a thumbs up. By the way, also absolutely subscribe to Q2C VR Gamer. I really enjoy this channel, Eric's channel. And yeah, it's all about VR and all the good stuff. Eric, tell us a bit more about your channel and why people should absolutely also check out your channel as well. We, uh, my, me and my, uh, my, my partner, Todd, my, uh, my co-channel host, Todd, we do a, uh, we do a weekly podcast as well. Uh, very active and doing different types of things like that. We cover all games and all hardware. So, uh, I'm a hardware geek just like you. And, uh, I've kind of like, you, you've inspired me to try and make sure that I cover as much hardware as I can. Uh, you're somebody that I always look to, to, you know, tell me about hardware and I wanted to be that for other people as well. So Perfect. yeah, I'm just, I mean, I love software games is where it's at really, but I know it's something about hardware. There's something about doing unboxing videos that I just oh, love man. and text testing new tech and, and being on the forefront of these things is it's just exciting. Um, it's 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 fun to be on the ground floor of certain things, even though it can be it can be difficult and it can it can be frustrating with new technology and trying to learn new things. But these are the things that we fight through, so other people don't have to. Maybe so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
exactly. And it's um, for me, it's always like Christmas when I get a package like, okay, the Quest Pro, right? Or or here, the Pico 4. And yeah, unboxing it, it just feels like Christmas. Or I don't know if you also had the same feeling um, about your, your game consoles. Like when I grew up, um, I started with the Atari 2600, like VCS, and then Sega Master System, Mega Drive, and all the good stuff. And my favorite console was the Super Nintendo. And it's like my childhood, man. It's like, it's, oh, it's full of memories. And getting a new console and then seeing how the graphics are now better than it were on the generation before, it was like the killer. Do you have the same feeling? Oh my God, absolutely. I'm, I've been a, <laughs> a gamer all my life. And, uh, you know, uh, same with me. Atari, you know, 2600 was, you know, one of my first systems and, you know, into the Sega Genesis and, uh, you know, into the master system as well. And, you know, just all these things. I was a big, huge Dreamcast fan. That was one of my favorite okay, consoles, cool. Sega Dreamcast, cool. all the way up into the PlayStations and Xboxes and everything. And I, I currently still have a PlayStation 5 because I still like to flat game every once in a while. Not very often, but every once in a while, <laughs> I'll go and play flat too. But yeah, I love it. Right. I remember opening on Christmas, you know, opening those discs, those cartridges, anything like that. It was just right. something special. You know, when you right. get that new game, you don't really get that. I don't get that as much anymore now because everything's digital. But uh, yeah, that was just I, being a gamer, a console gamer, VR gamer, whatever you want to be. It's just exciting. It's super exciting. And then especially if you love the technology so much, like like you and me, we love VR, right? We've been there from the beginning. It is just like the next dimension podcast <laughs> yeah. so you know it's just next dimension and we know where it started right like i don't know playstation one or or cv1 and all the all the good stuff or the development kit even right and it was we, we could already see the potential in it right that's what fascinated us and now seeing how the technology evolves and getting all this new hardware so wow i simply love it to get new hardware on my hands so just like you yeah. so Dear everyone, absolutely not only subscribe to MRTV, also subscribe to Eric at Q2C VR Gamer because you can feel, right, this energy. You can feel it on his channel as well and all the people who are there. So I really enjoyed it a lot. And actually, I'm watching your your stuff. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. We, uh, we we try. We try and do the best we can. We're getting, we're getting better every day. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, cool, cool. So tell us, um, how was your last week like? What did you do? Oh my god! <laughs> everything new technology comes at one time, right? It, it just seemed like everything was going to hit, you know, at one time between games and hardware and just uh, the amount of things going on. We're getting close to the Halloween season, so right. you know, there's there's so many things to do right now. And when new hardware drops, and you know, you, you know, the the amazing, you know, Pico Four, you know, is sitting here in front of me. I, I haven't even opened it yet. I have it just sitting in a box right here, just because I haven't even had a chance to look at it because you know. The yeah, Quest Pro drops in our, in, yeah. in our laps, and exactly. it's just. It, but again, I love this time. I, I, I'll go on no sleep. I'll go on a little bit to sleep if I can, if I can do these things and enjoy these things and, and make videos for people. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll happily sacrifice that to, to do these types of things. Right, right. So yeah, lots of action for you, right? Getting all the new hardware, and yeah, especially when new hardware is in the studio, it's like prime time, right? It's like, oh my god, now. It's now or never. People want to know how is the freaking device like. Right. It's it's also some kind of pressure, right? And also you want to be like really early because all of us VR content creators like are on the thing, right? So right. so so there is some kind of pressure involved as well. 
Well, yeah, because then you're, it's not even just that you have the hardware in front of you. You have to find out and figure out the best way to show that hardware. Exactly. And it's always not easy, especially when you're no. dealing with mixed reality and things that we're trying to do now. So a lot of it, a lot of for me, and I'm sure for you, is planning out videos, trying to say, okay, I want to show this. How do I show it? How do I show right. it in its best light to where people really get a good feel of what it is? And again, with mixed reality, it's not easy. And, you know, unfortunately, Meta doesn't make things easy to, to record a lot of times. So when you're talking about the Quest Pro and mixed reality, there's nothing easy about trying to capture some of this footage or show it off in its best light. So I can imagine planning for you is probably just like me. It takes you do days and days of just planning. Same thing, exactly. You have to think exactly like you said, like what are the people interested in? What do they want to see? How to show it? Exactly. And then it's also some kind of research, right? Like how can I capture the the mixed reality stuff, right? It, it doesn't work. You probably have yep. to use SideQuest and uh, stream it to your computer, right, to make it happen. Or, I, you know, I haven't even, I don't even know yet. I will do that, but it is not so simple. No. no <laughs> Meta is not helping around. us here right now. <laughs> Yeah, and they say it's coming, but they they say okay. that a lot, but a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, lots of exciting times for us, and yeah, for me as well, of course. So for me, and like like um, I can tell you a bit how my week was like. <laughs> you know, on MRTV, for me, it's always about hardware. I love hardware, right? I'm, I'm so into it. I also enjoy software, of course, but for me, I, I love to get the hardware on my hands early. That is like one of the things on MRTV, right? Okay, <laughs> go there and you will see the hardware early and stuff. And then um, doing all the through the lens videos and all the stuff. So for me now, my biggest challenge was to get it to get my hands on it. So yeah, I don't have these connections to, to Meta, or I do, but, but they're not sending it to me. Um, I don't know why. I'm just not on the, on the priority list. So I, have, I, had to, I had to find a way to get it. And uh, probably you know, here in Germany, they don't sell the device. You, you cannot get it here, right? I, I cannot go to the, to the store here and buy it. So what we can do though, we can order it from Amazon in, in France, for example, and, and that's what I did. So I ordered it from Amazon in France. I, I checked it like um, a couple of days before the Quest Pro day, 25th of, um, 25th of October, and I saw, oh God, <laughs> estimated shipping 31st of October. No, <laughs> obviously too late. <laughs> obviously too late. You know? There'll be 400 videos out by then. <laughs> exactly. So too late. And you know what I did? The day before, on the 24th, I drove six hours to France. No way. <laughs> yes, yes. I drove to France with my trusty car. I stayed a day in a hotel in France. And the next day in the morning, I was in the store to get the things. And then I drove... I, I drove home six hours back into this studio to make the unboxing and to have it there as one of the first people on YouTube. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> what, what about this? Yeah. So people think like, okay, Sebastian, he's getting all this shit shipped to him. It's so easy, right? No. There's so much friggin' work involved into making this look so easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, the yeah. first thing's first. Why is Meta not sending you a headset? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't get it. I, yeah. I'm, honestly, this is like one of the hardware channels, right? Yeah, I mean, this really. This is the hardware channel. This is really, this is like the VR hardware channel where yeah. we check out all the headsets. So, so why do I have to jump through so many hoops while 
other people i mean i i i'm happy that you got it right and others too also that all the people who got it i'm happy for them but meta come on <laughs> i mean yeah, i don't get it you think you would want somebody who has you know the following that you do that people look to you for advice and before your opinion yeah. on hardware unless they were afraid of it which they shouldn't be they could, yeah they, they shouldn't be because i'm fair so yes right. Yeah, so yes, I gave them a hard time for two years because of forced Facebook login because that sucked. Right. And I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm super happy that they got around it, that they stopped it, that they got rid of it. You know. So I'm fine. I'm happy now with them. So I'm, I like, I, I'm, I'm into it. I like this hardware. You know. So I'm still fair. I'm not a hater. Dear Meta, if you're watching this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's all, it's okay. I can also drive six hours to France and get this stuff. It's it's fine yeah. too. It's fine too. If it was to a, it, if you had to go somewhere, France isn't terrible, right? <laughs> France is not terrible at all. <laughs> exactly. So I had a nice croissant and yeah, I had a good time. I had a nice ride. So yeah, I it just I just felt like yes, I'm on this mission to get this on Quest Day, and yeah, here it is. And I was very proud to show it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's it, but that's like the that's the the dedication that we have as what yeah. we're doing what we do to to make sure that we're available to do these things because you have you know almost seventy plus thousand people You're looking right, right. For you for your opinion exactly. so you know for you to not be able to do this for you it would be easy for you to say you know what okay I can't get it I'm gonna wait until the thirty first and then I'll let everybody know but you do that for your audience because you there a lot of people will look to you for these things so you want to be out there first for them. So you exactly. do those things, you know, again, exactly. this is all out of your pocket. You traveled, you spend the night, you know, yeah. spending, you know, hundreds of dollars in gas and, and, and your time, yeah. time, time for, for us is, 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 is as important as money. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. And you know, it's so expensive to drive six hours in Germany. Like one liter of gas is like $2 and 20 cents. One liter, not gallon, wow, liter. Right, right. You know, it's yeah. like it's like I don't know, it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, right. And I, I did buy this for thousand eight hundred euro, which is thousand eight hundred dollars. So yeah, to all the people out there, no worries. You will get my absolute honest opinion, right? But I know yeah. that people also get it from you and all the other people that we like and talk to, right? So yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not beholden to Meadow at all. Meadow doesn't really care for me either because yeah. I am honest with my opinion and yeah, just of because course. yeah, of just because I, I, I run a, a quest two community does not mean I hold any punches to, to Meta and, and not beholden to them in any way. So no, that's, um, I'm, that's good. I'm probably like as that. harder harder than, than most because I, I think they should be better and okay. uh, when they're and, not, I like to call you, them out. Right. And you care for your people, right? For you for the people who watch you. It's right. Right. It's the same for me. Like I care more for the people who are watching this channel than for the headset makers who would hope for me to talk good about them. No, I, I talk about the headset so that the 70 plus thousand people, yeah, trust me. <laughs> right. 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 So, yeah, exciting stuff. It's exciting. It's still it's still a cool journey, right? To be this uh, VR content creator like you and me and doing all the stuff and getting around and oh my goodness. Yeah, love it. We, we we always say it's hard and it is hard and it's a lot of work and it's a lot of sacrifice. But God, I wouldn't change it for anything. I love doing it. Yeah, exactly. So, but it is hard. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> for it, sure. it, it's like you and me. We are like grinding our asses off, right? And people don't see that so much, right? They don't. They don't normally see it. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> let's start to talk about um, yeah, like um, AWE two thousand twenty two. You and me met for the first time. 
at AWE in uh, in Santa Clara for the US event, which was amazing, right? So many people there. Just just good. Just good to meet so many content creators, have a great time, have some beers and see the latest stuff. Right. How how's your feeling about these events? Let's talk about this first. Well, number one, all I mean, there's a lot of events around, you know, CES, GDC, um, the um the you know some of the other shows around are they're all very very good but the ones that are vr focused are amazing and awe is the best for a vr ar mixed reality focused event they are amazing and if you're looking if you were ever going to go and pick out a show to go to that would be the one now ces is amazing there's a lot of tech there but it's <laughs> it's everything it is it's, it's almost too much and it's las vegas are you kidding me right. the first time yeah. i was there like oh oh good that i'm <laughs> doing this stuff here for vr only of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. As you as you're, you you need a week vacation from going there for the week because you're, you're exactly. out every night. But but yeah, but it's, it's, awe is just it's just, it's it's all VR people there now. Like I said, you go exactly. to these other events and it's all gamers, but they're but they're all you know most of them are flat gamers, and you have your little core area of VR gamers or AR you know or mixed reality. But there at all, it's all VR people or AR people, and it's amazing. And it's we're still a small, fairly small group. So when you get there to all celebrate this one thing it's different than any other convention and um i'm so upset that i wasn't able to make all europe because i had such a good time at uh, at all usa and and we did meet there and it was amazing we had such great conversations it was so good to, exactly. to be able to talk to people again because you hadn't been to shows for a while you were going to go to ces yeah. i remember uh, but i you ended then up didn't canceling yeah because yeah. of you know the covid right. and things that were still going on so this was the first time you know for a long time that people got a chance to do these things and god there was so much there was so much technology there it was a great show yeah right exactly and yeah awe eu 20 22 was in Lisbon, Portugal. Like, yes, it's one yeah. of the most beautiful cities here in Europe. And they have chosen the location like so well. Also, like the exhibition place is perfect. They, uh, yeah, they, they just made everything so good. And it was a joy to go there and meet people again, our VR people and also the AWE team, right? Hello, Ori, if you're watching this, I love, I really love the show. And I was interviewing him this time, which was great. Ori Inbar, the CEO and founder of AWE, a great guy. And yeah, again, to meet people from the VR community. Unfortunately, this time, not so many from the US were there. Makes sense, right? But yeah, still to meet people from EU and other parts of the parts of the world. Man, I loved it again. It was the same vibe again, but you know, what was better this time in Europe to get the beers? Because, Ooh, you know, yeah. can you remember? In, it was like, it was a pain to get the beers at the party. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you had, so to wait, you, had, you had to wait in line like so long. And for me as a German, it makes me a bit nervous and aggressive. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it, it was so funny because you're like, you know, Sebastian was getting drinking like Coors Light. And he's like, is this beer? It tastes <laughs> like water. <laughs> yeah, was, like what's going on it was like so tough to get to it you had to wait oh so God. long you know in, in the states people. it was yeah. too many people and, and and the lines and stuff and oh it was this was the only part that i didn't enjoy about the santa clara one right but now in europe oh man it was so easy to get to the good stuff and they had like several parties on the same day and one was on the rooftop and was just beautiful, amazing. And it was so many bars. You just went there. You didn't have to wait. You got all the good stuff. And we had a ball. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm going next year. Next, next year. I'm next year. You, I'm going. You, you have to. You have to be there. 
we're gonna have yeah, a great because time there. I because you know what was great though is uh, is MRTV and Q2C VR Gamer were both partners with us. So I'm I'm a partner. Right. So I wish I just I just couldn't go. I would love to. I would have loved because oh, I was oh, invited to go. But oh no, you um, couldn't go because of that, timing. Timing wise was oh, tough for no. me. Yeah, there's just so many things going on, and uh, okay. you know I'm, I'm going to be heading to the Netherlands soon. So um, you know okay. for for VR days and the VR awards, and it was just difficult. Yeah. But next year for sure. I mean I'm uh, I'm definitely there. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so let me try to go to this um, VR Worlds uh, in uh, in Rotterdam. That's that's just like probably a two and a half hours drive from from my town. So, yeah, it would be good. Fantastic. Let's let's yeah. let's make it happen. Have a yeah, beer sure. here in Europe, <laughs> and all the other good stuff that you can get there. It's uh, Holland is a very good, <laughs> yeah. it's a good it's a good place to be. Yeah. Anyways, we should also talk about this VR thing here in this podcast, not just about the great times that we have <laughs> meeting yeah, the community. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So for me, it was the first time that I saw the Megan Mega Next. They they call it. Um, let me just show a video here right now of it. It's a new VR headset, new hardware. More hardware is coming. Let me share my screen here with you. So now here it is, and let me just play that. Okay, now you should see it. So here it is. This is the Mega Nex. It is um, a headset made by Shift All. Shift All, very important, yeah, uh, to pronounce it correctly. And it is <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a subsidiary of Panasonic. Which is great, which means, okay, there is money involved, right? So it's not just, just this complete startup, which nobody knows. There's Panasonic behind them, and Panasonic is a huge Japanese corporation, obviously. We all know them. And yeah, they're working on this year, what you see here, the new um, Mega Nex, and it's a very steampunk-looking headset, right? What, what do you think about the design, Eric? I think it, they look amazing. I love the, I love the look of them, and... Uh... They look small. I mean, they they actually look smaller than when I tried them. I tried them at CES last year, and I'm looking at your your uh, your video right now. They actually even look smaller now than they were then. They're more streamlined, at least. Anyway, how yeah. how did they feel on the face? Yeah, actually, pretty good. Especially after um, um, in the back there was this band, and he had to tie it together so it will give you more stability. In this moment, when he put it together, it was good i wouldn't say um quest pro good we're going to talk about the quest pro later but also good um yeah and uh, what you see here right now probably that's the difference there is now a lighthouse um module so this was now lighthouse tracked oh, yeah. which is cool right so you can use any kind of um lighthouse controller and yeah that, that worked well okay now we have advertisement here yeah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this headset is special because it's a micro OLED headset with a very high resolution of 2560 by 2560 um, micro OLED, which means like real blacks, like black black, right? And very shiny colors. Also pancake lenses, just like in the Quest Pro and in the Pico 4, very small form factor, very cool looking, and it's going to come out according to the CEO. They're trying to do it in December in the States and in Japan. So that would be cool. Then you can pick one of those up. The price is going to be over $1,000. We don't know the exact price, but um, yeah, over $1,000, but not, not, not 1,800 or something more, 1200 ish I would believe that's that's what I got from from the talk that we had mm. 
Yeah, and also you don't need to wear your glasses in this. There's like a diopter dial underneath them, which is cool. So I'm a glasses wearer, so I, I didn't need to wear the glasses in them. I could simply um, dial it up, and that was really, really cool. Yeah. So the special thing is the high resolution that it's micro OLED, so perfect blacks, great colors, and then um, yeah, the pancake optics that we that seem to become like the choice for VR headsets. Yeah, um, FOV wise, it was Quest Two ish. So they say it is a bit wider, but I couldn't really see a big difference to Quest Two. Yep. So tell me, um, Eric, you also tried it at CES. Yes. So yeah, how, I tried it, what, tried what it were your CS. thoughts about it? It was really cool. I mean, it was uh, it was a limited uh, demo. Um, so the only thing you could see at that point was um, the Steam Home. Uh, same um, here. I was also just in Steam Home. <laughs> oh, okay. They had. I was wondering. I was going to ask you if they had done more yeah, of a no. more of a demo than that point. But that's pretty much what all it was. But it was impressive because really, um, now you had the you had the tracking device on there now. But when I did it, it wasn't, and it was more just like a pair of like ski goggles almost or even <clears throat> smaller and that was what was so impressive about it was how small it was right. um they didn't have the band on the back so you had to like, had to like kind of hold them on um when oh, i was okay. when i did the the, the demo but I, it's extremely impressive and to have a company like panasonic behind them um i'm very interested in what they do and you know if they can if they're true vr you know goggles say um, this could be something special, and the you know the resolution is really really good in these and these lenses are fantastic, um, being micro right. OLED. Right, right. So yeah, I agree. So the resolution was what stood out for me: the resolution and the colors. So yes, real blacks, absolute black, no light. And I know that many of us are waiting for a real micro OLED um, headset which will give them these real blacks for dark scenes, for horror games or whatever they want to do, or for watching movies to have this perfect, yeah, perfect blacks. And also the colors look great. And together with that high resolution, actually the picture quality in that Steam VR home environment was incredibly amazing. So that did remind me of the Vario Aero. You also have looked mm. through the Aero, right? Or the XR3. I right? do. Yeah, I have one right yeah. here, actually. I have one just behind me right there. Okay, and, cool. Uh, the, the Aero's fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. You also have all the headsets, man. You, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm getting to be <laughs> like you. Man, you, you're, totally, you're totally doing the, th the same thing. Man. I love it. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, the Aero's amazing. I mean, the Aero's just completely fantastic. But let's, right. let's be honest, the Aero is out of most people's range of Absolutely. Of Absolutely. So so this is a bit easier on the budget, but of course still not cheap with that over $1,000 price. Um, yeah, but I do see potential there because I know some people simply want to have that crystal clear image with the real colors. How important are real blacks for you, Eric? I, I, I didn't really think they were as important as I thought they were until I was started messing with the Quest, you know, with the Quest Pro. Um, mm -hmm. but I, I love it. I mean, that is, it's having real blacks and, you know, not having that grayish hue when it should be black. It's a big deal. Um, it is when yeah, it, it is because it's, again, it's, it, it can be immersion breaking, especially if you're in something where you really need to have that black, black, um, background, you know what I mean? And, and it should be black. And when you can, and when it's not, you can tell, and it's, 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 it can be off putting. So it's important, you know, and, and I'm so glad I, I, 
the Fresnel lenses were great for what we needed them to be, but I'm so glad that they're gone. <laughs> I don't want to see any for more Fresnel lenses. Anytime oh, man. Soon. I agree with you. So I'm a bit sad that the PSVR 2 is going to have the Fresnel lenses. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, that's the only catch. I haven't, I haven't looked through the PSVR 2 yet, but this is like the only concern that I have. Like, everybody will be like super um, yeah, used to Pancake now. <laughs> you know, with the with the Pico yeah. Four or the Quest Pro, but then we're gonna see the God Race, the return of the God Race with mm -hmm. the PSVR two. Yeah, but probably we're going to be so blown away anyways by the PSVR two that this is like the one thing that we can yeah overlook. Let's say it like this: we will see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I hope so because God Race is one of the things that I everybody it affects everybody differently. Like some people don't notice God Race. It affects me terribly. I hate okay. God rays. Okay. Um, I have I have a valve index, and and I oh, yeah. I, I, I've this steered the worst, away from right? it. Yeah, I've yeah. steered away from it at, at points because of the God rays and the valve index, and, and you know, otherwise, other than that, it's a, it's a great headset, you know. But you know, I have I just have issues with God rays, and some people can just kind of forget them, but for not for me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I agree with you. This is like disturbing sometimes, especially like mm -hmm. this white text on black background, and you it's you terrible. see it shining. And stuff, yeah. But anyways, like when I looked through those, I still saw glare. You know, like um, this is something that they still have to work on. And I asked the CEO, like, uh, what's with the glare here? And he said, like, no problem. <laughs> we will fix that until they release in two months. So, okay, hopefully they do. Yeah. And he said, like, it is fairly easy to get the glare out. Just like in, in normal glasses, you can also get this. I don't know how to, how to say this in English, like anti-glare. So it's not going to shine. Uh, how, how would you call that in English? I, I think you're exactly right there. Anti-glare. Anti-glare. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anti-glare. Cool. So yeah, anti-glare. So they say they can still work on the lenses, and they will get this anti-glare, uh, whatever um, film or how, however they're going to do it, and then it's going to be, yeah, gone. So what are your thoughts, um, Eric? If this comes out in the States, let's say uh, for in December, honestly, I, I don't think it's going to happen in December. Let's say it comes out in, in January 2023 or, uh, this, or uh, February, um, and, and it costs, let's say, $1,299. This device uh, like this with a lighthouse, and you still have to bring your own um, lighthouse um, base stations and controllers. What are your thoughts? Are, are people going to pick this up? It's that's the that's the kicker, you know. I mean, I think if it was everything for a thousand or twelve hundred, um, that wouldn't be bad. But if you're gonna need, you know, if you're gonna need lighthouses, base stations, there's another five hundred dollars in lighthouses and base yeah. stations. Um, does it have controllers? Does it come with controllers? No, they didn't. They didn't show any controllers when they I saw not. it. They did not. They did not. And it, it makes me a little bit. Does it make you nervous that they didn't show you anything other than the same demo that I did in January of the last year? <laughs> Yes, a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. So if it's coming in two months and they didn't have any other demo or you, you could you, you couldn't even get into anything but the Steam menu still or Steam Home still. Right. So it makes me nervous. <laughs> they, they, it makes me nervous too, you're right. And well they said okay, because the laptop that they brought to the show is not strong enough, so that's why Maybe. they couldn't show anything. Okay, yeah. could be the case, definitely, but um yeah, I would have loved to to see more. I, I can I I could believe that they're selling it just like this with a lighthouse, and they're selling it to um, enthusiasts who already have this setup, right? To the Valve Index users, for example, yeah. or the Pimax users, to all those who 
simply would like to yeah have a headset which has OLED micro OLED screens, right? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, if you, again, if you're a prosumer and you're some, and most likely if you are a prosumer, you already have base stations because you've already had some yeah. type of headset that use them. So, you know, and that's the case, and you're going to do this for a thousand or twelve hundred dollars. This is cutting edge technology. This is something that most of us who consider themselves a prosumer or early adopter want to be involved with. And, um, you know, there, that's their market because this is not, <laughs> this is not going to be a standalone user's headset, no. you know, or this is going to be somebody who exactly wants that. They want special, you know, blacks and with the, with the micro OLED, they want the, the best quality. They want form fitting. They want something really light, um, you know, very high resolution in the lenses, um, diopters, which are great, which every headset I think moving forward should have diopters from now on. Oh, you're um, right. You're right. Yeah, I think this is for 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 us, people like me and you, and people like you know uh, prosumers out there. I think this is, you know, this is a good good bet. I know, you know, is would you get this over maybe, I don't say like the Lynx XR1 or, um, you know, the Quest Pro. I I don't know because you're looking at almost the same price at that point. Um, right. Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, Lynx are one. We don't know yet how good it's going to be for consumers, honestly speaking. I totally believe that the Lynx R1 is going to be absolutely amazing for businesses, right, who have their own apps and programs. But for us consumers, we don't know yet. Is there going to be a store? What's going to be like, right? So, yeah, when I asked um, the CEO of the company, what is it for or uh, why did you make it? He said like, hey, you know what? I am a VR chat enthusiast. He's living in VR chat, you know, and, and it, I think especially in Japan, you have that culture that some people that live in VR chat. It's, it's totally crazy, even crazier than in the States probably. And he said he simply wanted to make a VR headset that will give him the best optics in VR chat. You know, it's very colorful in VR chat. It's crazy. And you want to see that clarity. If you live there, if you have probably your uh, romantic uh, partner in VR, you want to yeah. see her or him like in perfect color <laughs> and as sharp as it's as it could be. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. and you want to find something small too at that point too, right? If you're going to spend lots of time in VR chat trying to communicate and social you, you want small you want form-fitting it makes sense yeah right right so uh, i I'm, i'm rooting for them i think it's cool that it, that a small company has this backing from panasonic so it's a spin-off from panasonic and yeah so you don't have to worry about them not going to like launch it or so you know so that is good so if if you want something that has micro oled that has um, super high resolution. If you have the, the right PC, obviously, to drive it, probably you need a 4090 if you want to fully power it because it can also do 120 hertz. So yeah, okay, why not? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving my thumbs up <laughs> if you want to buy it, right? So yeah. just hope they will come out in December or yeah, probably then a few months afterwards only. Yeah, exciting to see so many headsets, right? So yeah, many I mean, things happening. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things for me. Um, having a company like Panasonic, you know, get somewhat into the the VR AR, you know, world is is really a good sign. And you know, I want to see Pan Panasonic's a huge company. I'd love to see them really, you know, start to invest in in these things. And you know, the more headsets we have, the better off it's going to be. You have more minds at work, um, you know, making these things and putting their putting them, themselves into the technology, and the better we'll be. And and all, all I'll say is this: that uh, when it does come out. 
you need the guys to come here and check out uh, Sebastian because he'll let you know if you should be buying it or not. That's that's for sure. Exactly, exactly. I will totally show it off. Obviously, yeah. So this was like actually one of the highlights for me to see the the Mega Next at AWE. But I also did some other things um, that I did not do at AWE in um, the states or at CES because. The line was too long, and probably now you know already what it is. <laughs> the haptics. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I finally got to try it out. So for all of you who don't know haptics, they are a company who is making like haptic gloves, but out of this world haptic gloves. <laughs> I, I don't know how to else describe it. So you wear those those gloves and um yeah they making it so you can actually feel things in virtual reality and in a special very special way first of all there's forced feedback so if you like uh grab a, a glass of um, adult beverage for example in vr your hands are being held back from fully for, from um, like holding air right without it you would just grasp like this and you don't feel any kind of resistance but with them on you touch that glass of beautiful adult beverage or bottle, and yeah, it's, you, you, your fingers cannot move on. You're really holding it. And at the same time, um, at your fingertips, uh, some air bubbles are going to blow up so you can feel that glass. And it's coming together like in such an incredible way that you're completely fooled into holding that adult beverage and that you nearly want to drink it up. Eric, <laughs> <laughs> no, right? Yeah, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. I yeah. saw this. At, I saw this at AWE. I, I was lucky enough to get in and do the demo at AWE. Um, it was really, really good. I, I've never. I, I've done a lot of haptic stuff from from the OO vest to B haptics to, you know, some of the different uh, type, uh, touch and sense gloves out there. This was, this was way beyond any of them. I mean, now it it costs, and you have to put on this huge rig to do it. But it just gives you a sh it gives you an idea of where we will be eventually, because the the things that I didn't hear like I, I did you do the demo where you got to like pull the rope? It yeah, was like a rope I, I, I was just I was just pull. doing it before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was let me let me find that moment. Uh, when oh, that that part right there blew me away. Here. in in the feedback from that. Yeah, uh, here. So I'm I'm pulling some rope, and then with the other hand, I'm like playing it like a Fucking string. It. Yeah, you, you and you this, feel that this, you feel the tension in the rope, right? Oh and you feel the God. you feel like the vibration from plucking it and, and pulling it. It is super crazy. This is like one of the best VR demos that I've ever done in my life. Like I also loved the VR demo, for example, from Vario for the XR3 it was also out of this oh world, God, right? Yeah. It's, it's just like oh my God, super crazy. Thanks guys for making this happen, right? But this one as well, and even though. This looks like I'm a Ghostbusters, right? The German Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbuster, you you don't in this moment you forget that you're wearing this crazy uh, backpack. Was it the same with you, Eric? When you're in there, I mean, you're in a, you're in a show floor and there's people all around you looking at you and you know it, but all of a sudden when yeah. you get in there and you ha you have the headset on and then all of a sudden you start doing these things, you forget about everything because you're just so wowed by what you're doing. Like I did one where I got to pet a cat and you can yeah, yeah, feel of the, I was the, also petting the yeah, cat a lot. That's so cool. I mean, when you yeah. do that and you can and you feel the sensation of the the cat's fur on your fingertips, it's insane. Oh. So it, it, that that's where we talk about immersion, right? When you talk exactly. about immersion, what does that mean to you? That means it brings you out of whatever chaos is going on in your real world. It brings you in there and it keeps you and holds you in there and that's what this does. That's why it doesn't like you said you're wearing all these things 
and you and you and you know you 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 know people are watching you and you got all these people around you and I didn't care. I was just having so much fun in there <laughs> the that same. you don't care. Exactly. The same here. And it's just like super promising. I mean, we're still in the very beginning of VR, right? Um, so yeah, so that is that is um, something exciting to see for the future. Like, where are we going to go with this? So they are obviously working on a smaller model, which will come out probably next year, I believe. And I'm excited about it. I'm super excited about this technology being able to feel stuff. Oh, absolutely magic. And you know, in this moment, when I when I was doing the um, the demo here, the demo is probably like 10 minutes or so. And well, I knew that I was being recorded <laughs> for my own channel. And normally, I should have like talked all the way, like telling people what I'm doing and what I'm feeling. I, I, I couldn't, I forgot it. I was just so in the moment. I didn't even talk about what I was feeling, <laughs> which is funny. So yeah. yeah, so this actual video, which is on my TV, it's not not super exciting <laughs> because I'm not saying what I'm feeling. I was just too, too wowed by this so, yeah, very exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those things where you have to do it to to get the impact of it, right? Like, I, like we can tell you, and you can yeah. see it in the, in the in the in the in the monitor, and you can see what we're doing. But until you get a chance to do one of these things, it's it's just not something that's easily conveyable, and uh, it, we don't do it justice. And we and we do as best we can to tell yeah. everybody what it really is like, and you know, by the our enthusiasm. But really, until you do this, you know, because people are gonna be like, ah, you know, it's gimmicky. Do it. You got to do it. Do it. Exactly. Do it, and spend fifteen minutes in it, and you'll walk out of there with, with a profound. Uh, change of heart of of haptics and where we think we can go. You now it's going to be some time again. It, it could be ten years before we even get something that's in for home use. But it's just so cool to see where we're going. Exactly, absolutely. And so, if you out there have the chance to do this demo at any of the upcoming events, do it. Put yourself into the waiting line and wait for I don't know half an hour or what. It is worth it. Just to have tried it once. This is still far away for consumers, right? This is very expensive. But at one point in time, it is going to reach us. And yeah, the future of VR is golden. <laughs> that's, that's what I can say. So yeah, well, exciting well stuff. Put. Yeah, yep. well put. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's good to be in this industry and to be here so early. Yeah, by the way, this is totally off topic, but today is MRTV's fifth birthday. What? No way. Yes. Five that years of amazing. MRTV. Five yeah. years. Man, you uh, you have something to be proud of here. You've built <laughs> Thanks, this man. channel. Five years you have built this channel. And it's, uh, again, the, the level of the level of, uh, of respect that you have in the VR community is amazing. And what you've done Thanks, here. Man. And lots to be proud of. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks. Thanks. So, yeah, it's a, it's a cool feeling. Five years of um, crazy VR nerdness here on the channel. And I'm so happy that, <laughs> yeah, so many people are watching this and watching me do the through the lens videos and all the good stuff. And yeah, this this podcast and it's I just love it to hang out with people like you and all the others, all the en en enthusiasts, right, to talk about our most um, beloved topic. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Five yeah. years. Five years. What was it like? So what, like five Five years. I mean, the, the the technology has come so far. You were at five wow. years ago. You were looking at the DK one and the the CB one, and 
I was yeah, I was looking at uh, exactly those headsets and the the mixed the Windows mixed reality headsets. Oh, they, yeah. <laughs> they, they were the thing. Odyssey, the Odyssey, and yeah, the Odyssey. The, there, there was a great headset though, the yeah. Samsung Odyssey, and yeah, it was it was really exciting. So, lots of things happened in those five years, and it's amazing what kind of amazing people I could meet, right, from the industry, like you, and of, obviously, like also Guy Godin, who's who's the oh, yeah. developer of Virtual Desktop. I'm so happy to have these connections, and to have met so many people. And yeah, it's it only goes up, I'm sure. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to be in this industry, <laughs> and I'm still happy yeah. to drive for six hours to France <laughs> to get this because Meta thinks I'm not the right person to review this. Crazy. <laughs> Five yeah. years and you and, and and where you've come and you still can't get a headset. That's all right. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, but it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, so there was AWE. Lots of other things, of course, and I still have videos to uh, to make. I still have them on my hard disk. Like I, I tried something, some cool technology from. It's called. Um, Oh, it's called EasyJets? No, I forgot. It's like a technology where they um, beam a laser beam directly into your retina without going through a lens first. So that is that is crazy technology that I'm going to make a video about and also some other cool stuff. So there's still some videos coming and I can just say tell everyone, if you have any chance to go to AWE, either in Europe or in the States or even in Asia, they have one, go. Meet people like us right? All these content creators, meet the people who really make the magic happen. And um, yeah, make connections. <laughs> like, yeah, I made a great connection with the um, CEO of the Mega Next, right? We had some adult beverage together. And for sure, the device is going to be at the MRTV headquarters. How you <laughs> so do these things. How you this, do is, this is how the magic happens. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to fly all the way to Japan to get it. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. So that was AWE, really, really cool. All right, let's go. Let's go to our next topic and let's talk a bit. Let's go. Let's start with Meta. So now we heard that actually Meta confirms that the next-gen consumer Quest headset is planned for 2023. And I know that you're very close to the to the Quest community, right? Thanks to your channel, even though you're not only covering Quest, but obviously that's how everything started. So you have a very close connection to, to actual the Quest community. And I simply want to ask you, how is now the sentiment? Is it like, oh, wow, one more year so late? Or is it like, okay, cool, you know what? I can still live with the Quest 2 for a year. And if I really need more, I go for the Quest Pro. What is the, the sentiment? And, uh, the, yeah. and also about the leaks of the Quest 3. Tell me about the feeling right now. Yeah, I think, I think because of the Pro, more people are just saying, let's just wait to the Quest 3 because of, okay. because of some of the backlash of the Pro. Um, okay. you know, I, I think yeah, we will talk about pro, this later. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think the pro helped will help the, what, what people are thinking about for the quest three, because people are number one, I think if you go too soon with, with technology, it turns people the other way where they're like, look, I just bought this headset. Now you're coming out with another headset already that I have to go buy. Mm -hmm. So I think you have to have a good mix of when you're coming out with these things and you don't want to come out with them every year. It's not a cell phone. You know where you you know where you want to come out with a new one all the time. So I Pico think says, time, "Hold yeah, my right. beer." <laughs> That's true. Hang on. What, what was it like? Uh, seven months or eight months? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Next year, Pico Five against Quest Three. 
It's coming. Hold right? my beer. I'm <laughs> telling you, that's going to happen. <laughs> Pico five. That's too funny. <laughs> yeah. funny. But yeah, I think a lot of people are looking forward to the Quest three. I think um, I think they're okay with time wise. I think if it does come in 2023, which I do hope, but I'm not. I, I I'm not hugely you know i wouldn't be surprised if it leaked into 2024 but uh if it does come in 2023 i think people will be okay with it okay right right so i also heard this in the industry that it's going to happen in one year exactly in one year from now so just how they how they came out now with the quest pro in october it is probably going to happen with the quest 3 as well so um what are your thoughts on the leaks that we heard from the quest 3 as in okay it has this super fast chip right the next generation uh, of the snapdragon xr2 and yeah probably looking pretty similar to the quest 2 as in the head strap right the soft strap which honestly in my opinion, it's a it's a good move, <laughs> but I want to know about your 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 thoughts about it, and also about most probably this not having eye tracking. What what are your thoughts about that? That that's what, where you hit it right there. That's the biggest thing to me that that I saw that it, they said they weren't going to have, which is going to be the face and eye tracking, which is huge for me because it that's what we all want. I mean, that's why that's what they put so much into the pro with, and for them. You know, everything else I am 100% on board with with the Quest 3. Um, the strap, you know, okay, I can go either way on whatever, you know, the strap that they put on there. But them not putting face and eye tracking in this headset, I assume to keep the cost down, is a big thing because that's what they're pushing right now. They want, you know, they want social, um, meet, you know, they want social, they want work flow. They want these things for, you know, the Quest platform, you know, and gaming as well. But Social is really where they want to be eventually. So for them to take the uh, the face tracking and eye tracking out of this is a big deal because that whole that whole idea of of you know eye tracking and foveated rendering is gone now with this. And the power that you'll see out of the PlayStation VR two, one of the big huge things is eye tracking and fovea foveated rendering and be able to being able to use the power of that to help with the visuals in the headset. And you're not going to have this anymore um, supposedly in these leaks. You're not going to have right. it anymore. Now things may change by the time it comes out. But as of right now, what we've heard, we're not going to see that in the Quest 3. And for me, that's the biggest downside. I mean, that that is a big enough downside where I'm, you know, to me, that's the main thing that I'm focusing on. I mean, I love everything else that you're doing with the headset. Everything else looks fantastic. I'm very happy that they're moving to the next-gen XR2 chip. Yeah, they um, have to, right? Yeah, yeah, it, they have to. And I'm so glad they're doing it and waiting. Um, but, yeah, I'm a little surprised with the face tracking and eye tracking. What about you? I am really surprised and honestly speaking, I do think this is not a good idea not to have it, really not. Since I see it now with the Quest Pro, how good it is and what a game changer it is when you meet other people in VR, right? So, so shortly before the stream, we just met in VR with the face tracking and it was great. It was really cool. It's just such a difference to see the other person really smiling and it feels so much better. And also before that, I tried it for the first time with another friend, probably you know him, Tycho Tech. He also has a, a VR channel and great guy and we tried it out yeah. and we were blown away how good it felt. Both of us wearing the Quest Pro and um, simply um, starting uh, an Oculus party, a party and then um, I, I went to his home this uh, his home environment or also to your home environment just before and without having to do anything we didn't have to meet in horizon 
We didn't have to meet in workrooms. It was just the standard Oculus party where we saw each other with that amazing face tracking. And it was just so good. It was so good. It was so much better than before, right? So yeah, I'm, I'm sad that they wouldn't put this in for, for the masses. Right? Because at that point in time, the PSVR 2 is out and people love it for sure. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Then also, I truly believe the Pico 5, <laughs> as funny as it might sound, <laughs> will come out and will have this. Because Pico, they also have their own horizon called Pico Worlds. And obviously, they want to push face tracking. They already showed the avatars making all these funny things that we, do, that we can do now in Horizon workrooms or on the Quest Pro platform. So most probably the Quest 3 is going to compete against the Pico 5 with all the cool head tracking, with all the cool face tracking stuff. Yeah, and then it looks bad for Meta, really. It does, right? it, it does, and it doesn't make any sense to me. And and you're right, we had such a blast jumping in there right before. I, I didn't know anything, I didn't even know you could do it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know you could just use an Oculus party to get in there and use yeah. the, face, the face and eye tracking. But it's so easy, and all of a sudden, you know, we click in, and all of a sudden, I'm in my, my I'm in my Lord of the Rings environment, my home yeah. environment, and I, and I could boom. check it out how cool it was. Yeah, and boom, so Sebastian, like, it, 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 the way you come in, you like, it's almost like a Star Trek teleporter. Exactly, so just, like, I was teleporting years. into your home environment. That was so yeah. cool and so well done. So, people out there, if you have a Quest Pro now, and if you have friends who have a Quest Pro now, jump into a party. You have to. You have nothing to set up, and you will um, teleport into the home environment of the people who started the party. Wow! So easy too. So easy to connect. Um, there was no issues. I mean, I'm in New York. You're in Germany. Bang! We're yeah. in a. We're in the environment together. I could see exactly. We were smiling ear to ear because it was so cool, and so we were so <laughs> exactly. happy. And we were trying yeah. to like make you know like bet, like you know mad expressions just so we could try and see how the face tracking worked. It's so <laughs> tough to do when you're already yeah. having a great time. Like we had this smile on our faces. Like okay, I'm angry now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, yeah. this is you're giddy we were laughing we were having such a good time and we, that's why we were a few minutes late for the show because we were having so much fun in there doing these things and i cannot believe that they're exactly. not going to do it now i did have a thought and i'll, okay. I'll see what you think about this yeah please do you think they'll release two models do you think they could oh. have a quest 3 which is the standard quest 3 and they could have a quest 3 whatever they want to call it, the oh. Quest 3 Pro, Quest 3i, or, you know, what? because HTC has okay. done that in the past, yeah, right? No. They, they've had two versions. Could we have a $500 version and an $800 version? Hmm. It, yeah, it could probably happen, but then they would even fragment their own market more, right? It would be so much True. better to give this to everyone, right? So just like it's on PSVR now, it's so cool because everyone will have it. Everyone will have eye tracking. So, and, and Meta has the same power, right? They could introduce eye tracking to us. Or let's say if, for example, um, Meta made some kind of a ver um, handgun like the PSVR also had, it would be so oh, perfect yeah. because everyone would just like um, develop for this thing. So they have the power to do these cool things. So I honestly don't hope that they would fragment the market because I want the developers to make the cool apps. Like on PSVR 2, we will see cool apps that make full use of eye tracking. But now on, on, on the Quest platform, there's no incentive to really make it happen, right? There are a few people who have the Quest Pro now. 
it's not going to sell like like hotcakes, obviously, because of the price, right? So there we do already have this this missing um, incentive for developers to do something cool with it. So in my opinion, they should bring it into the Quest 3 simply to incentivize the developers to do cool stuff with it. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree 100%. And yeah, I don't like that model either. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of how HTC has done it in the past and you know, price yeah. them differently. And I think you're right. If, if you segment um, the audience, then developers have to decide if they're going to, to develop for these things and they're going to utilize these tools if only a half of their audience could even use it. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it, it doesn't make any sense. I hope they don't do something, something like that. I do think that we might, that, that those leaks maybe were what you, what they're thinking about now. But I think in, by the time it comes out, I think there's a good chance that we'll go back the other way. I think you're going to end up seeing it in there. Um, I hope so anyway, but I think there's, there's a definitely a chance that we'll end up seeing it in there, but I don't know if it's going to be, you know, 500 bucks at that point, maybe $600, if they could get it done for $600 price tag and not the 300 or 400 that they're hoping. Right. Um, Do you think there would be backlash from the Quest 2 community if the Quest 3 cost 600, which is more expensive than the 300 or 400 dollars of the Quest 2? I think that certain people would be, you know, just the straight gamer who doesn't care about face tracking or eye tracking. But at that point, you could still use the Quest 2. You know, I mean, you, you can course. still use it. But for people who want the upgrade, I mean, I think it's if to have it there. To, to again, like you said, to not have it at that point, they would be so far behind. Um, right. Because if Pico if Pico does do something like this and they do come out with a headset that has eye tracking and face tracking, we already know the PlayStation Feeling. does. Meta is already behind the eight ball with a brand new headset. Why would they put yeah. themselves in that position to where they're going to be with the Quest Three for how many years now, with not what everybody else has? Right. So agreed. I hope agreed. they change it. I I really hope they change it too. So they still have some time, obviously, to do it. And by the way, thanks Norman Robinson for ten dollars. And in his opinion, the Quest Three needs the Quest Pro panels. But with a high resolution per eye, 2160 by 2160, and face tracking support. Yeah, I, I do believe we all hope for that to happen. Also, the thing is, it it would make the whole thing more future-proof because now you can see, okay, Red Matter 2, right? It makes already use of the eye tracking to do foveated rendering to even get 30% of a sharper image. And it already looked amazing before. That is the kicker, in my opinion. It already looked cool. The red matter too, right? But now it, it even looks better thanks to that foveated rendering, and um, yeah, that's something that you could not do then on the Quest Three. It's so, a big difference too. You yeah. want it? Trust me, you want it. It's a big difference. So Meta, if you're watching or listening to this podcast, first of all, send all your goods to MRTV. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and and then also please put in the eye tracking into the into the next headset, right? Because it is it is a game changer. It is really like for social interactions and also for the technology alone for the foveated rendering, it's a big yes. So please do it. The competition is going to do it for sure. So yeah. I do believe they must have a change of heart. I mean, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Let's see. I mean, especially now that I'm seeing the capabilities of it. I mean, this yeah. is, you know, now that I'm in it and seeing it and doing it and doing the things that we did today, I mean, it, it's a game changer, I think. So especially with the other two big ones or the other big one with PlayStation VR having it, uh, VR2 having it, do it, Meta. You need to do it. Then you, They absolutely need to do it. Exactly. I, I'm okay with them making that $500 at that point, too. If you want to make it 500 or 600 I think it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. With, with the capabilities that come with it, 
the social thing is really, really so much better. But yeah, but also making games better, even look much, much better. Th this chip is going to be the bomb. It's going to be so much faster than what we have right now. So it is already like more capable to bring you like beautiful looking things that probably look as good as PSVR, PCVR or close to it. But then give it an even an enhancement because of the foveated rendering. Wow. The mobile stuff is going to look so good, right? It can probably like really compete with some PCVR stuff. So yeah, Meta, give it to us. Hopefully somebody is listening to this podcast. I'm going to send them the link to this. We, we need to take a trip to Santa Clara and just go talk to him. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah. Next time you have an appointment, like uh, simply bring me, bring me with you. Yep. We got to go. We got to go. Okay, cool. Cool. So now the big topic that everyone is waiting for, the Quest Pro. We got it. It is here. And you also have it there somewhere. So we got lots... We got lots of things to talk about. We got to talk about our impressions of the device. Obviously, we're going to talk about the pricing and the backlash that it got from from quite a few people, I think, right? So as far as I was like um, following videos and command sections, <laughs> which were like blowing up for for different kinds of reasons. So let's let's simply begin with talking just about the hardware not talking about the pricing and stuff let's just get this hardware out of the way what are your feelings about the quest pro is it good yeah if we're taking if we're taking price out of this equation yeah, completely, we, first of all it, it price out price out we're just nothing. talking yeah. about the hardware this is one of the best headsets i've ever tried on and and as, as you, I've tried most all of them, and this is one of the best headsets I've ever tried. And I didn't think I was going to say that before I got this headset. By looking at the specs and seeing what I was seeing, I didn't think it was going to be that way. But this, feeling it, putting it on, it feels premium. It feels premium. The controllers are premium. The headset itself is premium. I, I absolutely love this headset. Um, it just... It feels like, number one, it feels like a $1,500 headset, which you want it to. If you're going to spend that kind of money, it better feel like it should be that much money. It doesn't feel cheap in any way. But I did not think I was going to like this headset, and um, I like this headset. It's one of the it's one of the most comfortable headsets I've ever worn. And um, for what it is, I mean, it's, it's really amazing. It's kind of blown my mind. Okay, cool. Yeah, so for me, I was ready to hate on it. You know, I was like, okay, I'm not getting it, even though I'm doing this channel for five years, <laughs> right? I had to go to uh, to France, six hours in my car, pay 1,800 euro here in Europe, then drive back, and I, w I was ready. I was ready to to <laughs> to be a bit, be a bit unhappy. <laughs> you <know? laughs> exactly. You know, you know. But you know what? No, it's great. Just like you said, it is one of the very best headsets that I've ever tried. And I believe I've tried all the consumer headsets out there. It is really a good headset. So if you are out there and if you love your Quest 2, you will, you constantly will want to make love to the Quest Pro. <laughs> no, no, well honestly, put. honestly, it is really so good. So yes, I agree with you. Not all the specs are, are up there, but like putting it on and feeling just how comfortable it is this is really the most comfortable headset that i've ever worn and i've worn them all so it fits exactly on my head i don't know i have the perfect vr head it seems like i'm 
I'm like the chosen one, it seems. You know, like my eyes are exactly 64 millimeters. The, the the straps, I like them. But this thing, it just it fits exactly right on my head. I don't have pressure. It's it's I, I can stay in this headset for hours and hours. You know, it's just so good. And then um, it is also beautiful in terms of the visuals. So yes, the the FOV is bigger. Yes, right. Then the lenses. These lenses are fantastic. So yes, the lenses are better in the, than in the Pico 4, right? Pico 4 also has good lenses, also very nice pancake lenses, huge, and the FOV here is, is better. And I still love the Pico 4, and you will love it too, I'm sure. But these lenses, they have this huge sweet spot, great edge stretch clarity, so there's no god rays, and it also has less glare. So for the Pico 4, there is still glare. It's not not any more god rays. It's not any more those concentric rings that you see, right? But it's some other type of glare. I call it like lens lens flare or something. There is something. And here, it's, it's very minimal. It is just so good. You can look with your eyes from left to right, and you have a clear, beautiful picture. And a bright picture. It's bright. So if you come from the Quest 2, you won't feel like, oh, this is now darker because of the pancake lenses of other headsets like Pico 4 or so. No, it is the the same brightness like Quest 2, probably even a bit more. I w it's so nice. And the colors, they do pop more. And the blacks, thanks to the local dimming, which really works. I tried it, all, I tried it out in uh, Red Matter as well. Mm. Yes, right? Yes. So you got this headset. And you got all of the the meta library. Everything is there, right? That you all all your all your games are there. Everything is there. Obviously, you can still do all the all the PC VR streaming that you want with virtual desktop and AirLink. Even though there are still small things that they have to iron out. Like I didn't have a good connection with, uh, with virtual desktop, and it's not Gigodon's fault. It's there's something wrong, and they still have to fix it. And you can do something about it. But um, yeah, you can do all of that. And on top of that, the controllers, they are so premium. I mean, it's just like, just to hold, just to hold them. <laughs> and they don't look, so and when you look at them, they look like, okay, they don't look like much. But when you get, when you hold them, no, it's, there's it's just something about them. I don't know what it is. It's, it's just like you, you want to keep holding that in your hand. It is so good. And I even haven't tried all the gimmicks. I even haven't tried the thing here with the pressure sensitivity sensitivity on the... I, I don't know yeah. how to try this that, out. That rollover right there is beautiful. Like, it's it's yeah. such a subtle thing, but your, your thumb rests right on there. It's like a simple thing, but it just makes sense now when you do it. Like, why isn't everyone like this? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if you look at it, if you look at it like this, it, it looks like a little bird. <laughs> it does with the cameras and the, uh, yeah. the trigger. Yeah. Okay, but, but yeah, this is yeah. not the main thing. But I, I thought the trigger pull was even better too than the original. The, the trigger pull on the original Quest controller, the touch controllers, seems kind of cheap and like it doesn't have yeah. as much tension. This has way more tension. It feels like it's just made better. I agree. So also the button presses feel better, mm. and then like the the rumble inside it it oh, it's fantastic. just better it's it's just better than in the quest 2 you know you can feel it much stronger here in your hands then you can even feel it in other places that i never knew i could feel rumble before so it is just like super super um, premium that's the feeling that i got and um yeah they track everywhere 
So if you if I wanted to be under the table here, I could do something with it under the table or behind my back or wherever. So they feel extremely premium. Beautiful. It's it's just yeah. beautiful. So I even turned the lights off and, and did it that way. I was trying to break them. I was trying to get to the point where I'd break the uh, tracking and figure out if I could get rid of it and, you know, make it go bad in some way. And mm -hmm. I had all the lights off in my in my uh, play area here. The only thing I had on was my monitor. Um, so just a very small amount of light. And I tried putting them behind my back, um, over my head, down below my knees. And I could yeah. not break the, the, the tracking at all. It's great. It is really great. And then on top of this, you get this charger where you simply put them back and then everything charges i, I like i really love chargers in general yeah. so yeah let me put it back. yeah i hear people complaining about the charging dock i think it's fantastic i think what it fits the, in what, great what is the complaint about i just think people <laughs> people have been saying it does they don't like the way it fits on there and they don't like the way that you can't but use it's the magnetic. light blocker yeah it's, uh, it's, what is not to like about magnets it's perfect and, it, and <laughs> even the controllers themselves because the way they go on there they're magneted yeah. together. Those two little parts of the, exactly. the, two, the two little like um, rollover parts, they actually are magnets. So when you magnet them together like that, that's how they fit on the dock. They're actually stuck together. Right. Exactly. So, so yeah, it's it just the whole thing feels premium. The visuals are super clear. So yes, it is the same resolution. Absolutely. I do agree. This could have been better, but we also have to look at the, the realities of Meta. And, and this industry, there is no other chip right now. So right. they have put the best thing in there that was available right now to them from Qualcomm. The next chip is not there, right? So they put the best thing that they had and even made it a bit a bit better. And with this, with this kind of power, you couldn't even like drive, I don't know, 2,500 by 2,500 resolution, right? If you think about it, it just makes sense. So yes, you you can be some uh, um, some Chinese company like for example Pimax and say you have a 12K which has this unbelievable resolution but nobody can actually power it, right? So instead right. they thought okay we have that the best chip that we have right now and let's put two two displays there which are bright, bright enough to go through the pancake lenses and look good, and that's that's what they did, right? So yeah, well I don't. I understand it, honestly speaking. You also have to think a bit from the company side. So yes, I want 2,560 in these headsets, right? But this is a standalone headset. And with this chip, this is what they can do. Th yeah. This is, and you know, you also really have to think it a bit from the other side, right? Not just from but, us, like, I want everything, but, but you can you cannot get it. Yeah, if it's, it's not there, you can't right now. do it. You know what yeah. I mean? But I was in the same boat a little bit. Like that was one of the things <laughs> okay. that I was ready to kill on this headset because I was thinking to myself, "Wow, yeah. this is going to be a fifteen hundred dollar headset, and the resolution get is it. no better than the Quest 2. I get it. So I, get I it. was thinking when I before I tried it, I'm thinking this is not going to look any better than a Quest 2. So I'm I'm going to be like, you know, that's one of the reasons why I I was like, if they're not if I don't get if they don't somebody doesn't send me one, I'm not buying one. But <laughs> then I put I put it on, and I'm I am shocked when I put it on, like. How is this so much better looking when on, when the resolution is actually a little bit less than the Quest yeah. 2? Well, optics, number man. one, it's two the panels, yeah. two panels instead two of one, panels. and the optics and the pixel density. It's 37% more pixel density. And those are the things that you forget because all you because everybody is in you know entranced with resolution. 
And if the resolution isn't off the boards way better, you're automatically thinking it's not going to be any better. And this is marketedly better than the Quest 2, it is, especially when you play PC VR. It is way, way better than I thought it was. These lenses are so clear. The lenses. It, it, shock, it shocks me. That's the thing. The lenses, they are such an important part of VR headsets. Like, for example, the Vive Pro, it has the Vive Pro 2 has an amazing panel, like great colors, super high resolution, but the lenses suck. And they kind of like, like, yeah, destroy the headset. But here you have like good displays. Okay, the resolution is just okay, right? But the colors are great. And then together with that amazing lens, wow. I really, really enjoy this. And it's obviously tough to go back to the Quest 2. The Quest 2, no, it, it's the, the Quest 2 is dead for me. Dead. Yeah, and I, I, I paid 1,800 euros and <laughs> drove to France. You know, and, and I still like it. And I have, a bad, I have a bad history with Meta. But still, I really, really enjoy it. So the, the thing is, but obviously not everything is great about this headset. Like for example, the pass-through, I was absolutely um, appalled. <laughs> no, yeah. I, you know, I expected so much more for the, the pass-through, right? Because this is this mixed reality headset and they are marketing it to those people who have who make uh, to make this mixed reality, um, I, I don't know, experiences and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, the pass-through is like not so good. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean the pass through is a little is not as good as you think it would be, and I think it's because of the the color overlay, right? It's still black and white cameras with a color camera overlay over top of it, and you can tell. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing I can see from it. You can tell that it's it's been it's black and white with something put over top of it to give you the color effect because everything's right. just off, it's, right? It's not it's, perfect. It's not yeah, it's, it's not so and, nice. And really. and, and no. it has a it has like a rippling effect. If they, if objects get yes. too close to your headset, you have like a very like a warping effect that throws some things off. Um, it's you can't exactly read anything. Like it's difficult to read text um, in that. Um, you can see it a little bit, but the closer you get, the better off you are. But um, it's tough to read text. But to it's me, better it's better than the it's, Pico 4. <laughs> it's just yeah, funny. So I haven't even. I'm going to yeah, try it soon. You would see but it, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm just happy the, with what you know with what it is. So I'm not like super, super dis disappointed with it because I knew coming in that it was going to be that. Um, but yeah, I wish they would have done better for for what it was. If they, I, I don't know why they're taking this path with using the, the black and white with the color overlay. It's a, it's an odd way to do it. It's it's an odd way to do it. Um, probably they also had to think about cost because as it is here, this already has like a uh, a bomb price of like eight hundred dollars, as we heard, as we heard, mm -hmm. right? The right. bill of materials. So wow, it is already expensive. So probably they simply had to cut costs and thought this was good enough. And the thing is, well, it is at least three D. It is at least at least depth depth correct. Right, so I I could I could stay in in this 3D mode for a while without feeling bad about it, like with the Pico 4. Even though it has better resolution and better colors, I wouldn't want to be in that pass-through mode other than finding my adult beverage, because it is mm -hmm. not it's it's not uh, death correct. You know, like uh, your hands are huge if uh, if you're close to your to the to the camera, and and therefore, yep, it is not. Uh, um, a pass-through mode to stay in. It's a pass-through mode to find things, find your controller. It's great. Mm -hmm. It's good enough for that, but it's not really meant for mixed reality. For here, yes, even though stuff looks grainy, 
I could still see myself spending some good time there. I don't know, because I do want to be aware of my environment, at least for, for some kind of experiences or what. So, yeah. But still, I would have hoped for more. And yeah, Quest Pro 2 is yeah, probably right. going to give it to us. <laughs> if you had to choose between the two types of pass-through, whether, whether the Pico 4 or, the, or what you see on the Quest Pro, which one would you prefer? Or what, um, which one would correct. you take if you had to? Death yeah, correct. Right? Death correct. I want to be in that environment, right? I, of course, death correct. So yeah, I want to have a mix of them, right? I want to have the high resolution, the colors of the Pico 4 and the 3D of the of the Quest Pro. So yeah, right, right. So the pass-through, kind of disappointing. Hope, hopefully they still can do magic with software. And they are a company that has proven over the last um, 46 updates that they, are this, that they are this company who can yeah. make that happen, right? That's so, a great point. Yeah. I, I, I think, already... think about 46 updates already. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I mean, think about it. When we got the Quest 2, we, did, we didn't even have the air link, you know what I mean, or, or hand tracking. And think, think about how many things that they've already put into it. Oh, so man. hopefully you're right. The Quest 2 when it came out and the Quest 2 now, it's a completely different headset. It's like yeah. so much better. It's like magic that they did with software. So I do feel that this will become better over time. And uh, I do feel that probably now they had to rush it a bit to make it come to the consumer markets, right? And it's not fully there yet. You can feel that a bit, right, in the pass-through, for example. But I still have hopes that they will improve it, and I believe they will do that. Yeah. Um, however, um, f so for the optics, everything is nice. But I, I did, I did feel something that is not as good as in other headsets. And I would, I'm, I'm curious to find out if you also saw that. And it's the binocular overlap. In my opinion, it is not so big. And if I look with my eyes to the to the far right to this bigger FOV, I can tell. Okay, only one eye is seeing that only now, and the others, the other eye is looking at, at the at black at the eye box do you also feel that yeah, i felt the same way yeah that was one yeah. of the things i was and i was a little curious as to why that what was causing that effect but yeah it's exactly that when you i mean you really though you really have to turn your eyes far to the left or right for right it. and you right. almost have to be looking for it to see it but yeah it's definitely there and it's an odd uh i don't i don't know why because it's two separate lens is two separate panels so i'm curious as to why it's doing has that effect but yeah yeah, it's unfortunate, I must say, because you will see it in the Pico 4. You have a really big FOV, bigger, and right. the, the binocular overlap is like way better. And you feel it. You just feel more in it because it's not like, okay, you have this um, this area, the binocular overlap, which is small, and then right and left you see a bit black. So here everything is just VR. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, surprising how good the Pico 4, like one-fourth of the price, can hold up with the Quest Pro. I must honestly say it, say it like this. You will see it yourself when you unbox it, the Pico yeah, 4. Yeah, I'm so excited to try the, the Pico with the with because I know the lenses are huge in the Pico and it's one of the yeah. things I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, to the FOV is better. Spaces. FOV is yeah. great. So, and there's still like room to improve because you're kind of far away with that facial gasket. So, I'm looking forward to the third-party facial gaskets and interfaces that I I loved your on. fix you did the other day. For the light oh, leak, okay. I thought that was yeah. so smart. So so simple, right? And it yeah. works just perfect. Yeah. Oh man, I love I love hardware. I love to mod these. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but over overall, the Quest Pro is really like wow. 
like lustworthy hardware. <laughs> Can I say it like this? It's like, yeah, like, ooh, like, oh, it's just so nice. And I'm looking forward to go into this again and to try out more stuff and to play more games. And yeah, I'm looking forward to get this full VR interface and I'm looking forward to pay another 50 euros. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it either um, because it's not available for me here. Uh, for yeah, here, same for here, here in Europe. But I, I, I definitely want it because that's one of the down, there is one of the down things here is you, if you're going to be in full VR, um, it's very difficult to get the light leakage out because the side blockers do very well to come with it, but there's no bottom blocker at all. Exactly. And there's a lot Ex that you can see exactly. out of the bottom. Exactly. So now there's no problem to check your phone if you want to. Oh, yeah. VR and stuff. <laughs> this is the only upside, though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is, um, yeah, missing. So I'm going to buy that 50 euros blinder meta if you're not sending it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? They should send it with yeah, the case so. and with another dock. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. So that is that. So definitely. Uh, I'm looking forward to to be fully in VR with that, and it's 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 sad that they didn't give it to us, right? Hmm. Uh, directly, right? Yeah. For fifteen hundred, you thank, would think. Thank you. You, you would think that uh, you think that would be there for fifteen hundred. Absolutely, absolutely. Hussein X, thank you so much for five pounds. Thanks for the show and your effort to review VR hardware. Meta should be ashamed for not sending your MTV headquarters request Pro re review unit. I well, I second that, Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah. But now I have a funny story to tell everyone that I drove to France, which is also worthless, uh, which is like um, really cool. <laughs> it was priceless. That's the, that's, that's the priceless. word I was like. Priceless. Yeah. It's a priceless story. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I made a vlog. Probably I should totally release that. How I was. That would be up. great. I mean, if you, I hope you did record some of you on the, I, I on the road. I, and I did. About do, it. I did. I did do that. That'll be fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably I'm going yeah. to. I'm going to upload this to my Patreon. So if you love yeah. what I'm doing, go to mrtvelite.com and support this craziness. This is which is happening here on MRTV. Yeah, on a daily basis. Get in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hey, okay. Artful was saying here about the other uh, light blocker. They were saying uh, Artful has been telling me that uh, not to get the light blocker from Meta because Why? it's not very good and it doesn't really? block enough light out. Um, I've heard that from a couple of people now. No. I mean, we'll, I'll still try it because I'm going to have to review it, but. I'm probably more looking forward to a third party, uh, somebody making something better. But okay, um, yeah, that's the so, I've heard it from a couple of people now that uh, that it's not as well as it should be. Okay, is it actually available for purchasing? Because here in Europe, it is absolutely not available. As far as I know, only the Meta ambassadors who got it, who uh, had okay. gotten the uh, who had gotten the headset. Okay, but a lot of them are saying the same thing. Oh, really? Uh, wow, that is interesting. So yeah. Oh, let's see how that goes. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, we'll, this will we'll, be I mean, bad. Yeah, we'll try. I'm sure you'll get one to try it, and we'll we'll let you guys know if it's worth yeah. it or not. We will tell all of you about that. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, last. What do you think? Of, what do you think of the battery? What do you? What do you, have you had any issues with the battery? Um, yeah, so far it feels like Questish, Quest Two-ish, but I didn't have enough time to do the the full the full um, yeah uh, long time in 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 the in the device so how about you um how did it feel i i spent like six hours in it straight one day uh the first day the first day i got it i or first yeah first day i got it full day i had it six hours straight and that now that now the, the headset itself will not stay charged for that long you need to have something else to help you with it but um yeah i had no problem six hours the controllers lasted six hours straight 
Um, okay, but and, then it uh, was I over. Put, After six hours, it was finished, or? No, no, I just it was done at that point. Um, the controllers probably would have lasted more than that because I still had okay. I still had charge left in the controllers. Okay, um, great. The what I did what I did for for power is uh, kind of like you did with your Pico is I put a um, I put the the Bobo um, B two dock on here. It was just a it's just a piece of it's a Velcro yeah. and it's got the dock on here. Plugs into the USB C and then you can just actually this looks actually this looks pretty good. Yeah. It fits great, and um, you know, it's just I keep popping batteries in and out, and it just Perfect. works really, really well. Oh man, that is great! I wish they had the the, the Bobo VRB2 in black. I know, I know, you know, that would be perfect. I'm gonna spray paint would, it. That, yeah, you're right. You could do that. So yeah, great to know that it fits so well on the device. So you were using that um, self adhesive film with a Velcro on it, right? Yeah, they kind of send it you came with, with the it, dock. Right? I sent you a piece. Yeah, I'll pull it off so you can see it. Um, so you just oh, have yeah. the Velcro Ex right there exactly. that comes with it. Goes exactly. right over the little metal logo. You can see the metal logo. Okay. And then this just kind of like Velcros back on and okay. you know, you keep Perfect. it there. And you can use the clip that comes with it to, to put the, right. the piece on. And and you know how the Bobos are just so good at on and off. I'll, you never have to take man, the headset off. I love the Bobos. The Bobos are the best. So thank you, Bobo, for making this happen. And the Bobo, we need Make a black like version now. <laughs> yeah. We need a black version now. I'm, yeah, or really spray painting it. That's a good idea, actually. Actually, that's really not a bad idea. That would look pretty good, I think, on the device. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool to know that it's so easy to to mod this. So, um, yeah, and then you simply exchange the batteries and you're good to go. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, makes I was sense. happy the headset never got hot. Yeah, I know sometimes mm -hmm. the Quest Two, if you played it for long periods of time, you no, know, I've done marathon streams, live streams, twelve hours in, in a Quest Two headset. Um, and the, the front of that headset, when you touch it after a long period of time, will get hot, real hot to the touch. I never had any of that in the, in the six hours that I was using right. it. So I was very happy to put that to the test to see if it would last that long and not overheat or have any kind of issues, and I never did. Okay, cool. Cool. Good to know. So we talked about the, the hardware, and yeah, most of it is great. It does have some drawbacks. Right, but honestly, this is a pretty amazing VR headset, also for gaming. Unfortunately, I must say, really, it is really yes. a good gaming device. Uh, I'm still looking forward to that full um, light blocker, and hopefully, it is better than what we've heard. But yeah, I have to check this out. But now, let's talk about the price. This is the big, um, the big topic of discussion. And yeah, tell me, tell me your thoughts about the thousand five hundred dollars. Is it like well, a showstopper? Is it, <laughs> is it something that we should uh, simply pay? And because the the hardware is good, what are your thoughts, um, Eric? This is this is where it's tough with this headset. I, I don't. I, this headset has put me in a position I don't think I've ever been in before because we have just raved about it for the last forty five minutes to an hour. We've raved about it and said how great it is, but I'm still probably not recommending that most people go buy this. Um, okay. you know, I, I wish I could just come out and say everything I just said, go get it. It's worth it. But if you were doing it for pure gaming, if you're just a quest Two standalone user, um, and you don't do PC VR or you're not into VR chat or, you know, doing social VR and you just want your quest Two standalone, there's no reason for you to go get this headset at $1,500. But if you're a prosumer, right. If you're somebody who loves technology, if you want to be on the cutting edge and you have the money to go buy it, this headset will blow you away like no other that I've really tried that's affordable. 
Um, again, you know, you could do the Vario for 5,000, but you know, we're talking a $1,500 headset here. Um, so yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in a weird spot here. So I just, it's, it, it, I want to recommend it. If this headset was $800 or even $900, I would tell everybody, do what you have to do, figure it out, go get this headset. I don't care what type of a gamer do for work, for gaming, for social, go get it because it's worth it. At 1500 I think there's a breaking point there. So for the most people, I probably wouldn't recommend it. What about you? I think you have beautifully said it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, really, really. I also understand that people would say, hey, this is too much, right? If you're happy with your Quest 2 and you super enjoy playing your Beat Saber or doing your fitness with your device, with your Quest 2, be happy with it. It will, everything will look better and will be more comfortable here, but then probably it's not worth the $1,500, right? It, it is, it is really a stretch. So I agree with it. Probably you, you, you couldn't say, hey, you, you know what, guys, you have to get it because it's so much better. But it is better. And I believe there will be people who are, who are going to be super happy with a $1,500 um, investment and to get this. Like, again, I can only talk about myself here. Like, I didn't expect to like it. You know, I I, I was like, um, I'm in the car to France. And I think, oh, no, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like, oh, no. But but then, I, yeah, I unboxed it. And my first, my first reactions were very positive. And now that I've tried it longer, still, I'm so happy to have that. That beautiful piece of tech, which is so premium, which is so premium that I would even say, as a VR enthusiast, hello, this is only $1,500. You know, how much money do people pay for their hobbies when they have like a home theater, like who buy those projectors? They, they, they pay like five thousands or $10,000 mm -hmm. for it, you know? And this is $1,500 for the technology that we love, that we spend most of our times with. And me as a VR enthusiast, Yes, I simply want to have the cutting edge. And for that, in my opinion, it is worth $1,500. So I totally understand this is probably an unpopular opinion, right? Even my own teammate, Marco, he, he's totally against it. He thinks this is like, uh, this is like um, terrible <laughs> that this is so expensive. Mm. But I honestly think $1,500 to get something that is just so much better than the Quest 2 is good. It makes it makes sense for me as a VR enthusiast to see that to see that better picture quality, to see that more FOV, to have that better um, uh, that better um, comfort, and to have the ability to to meet people in VR and have them see my facial reactions. Like just before, yeah, we did the we did the the meeting in VR, and both of us had the the, the face tracking on, and it's just such a game changer. It is just such a game changer to see the other's person's reaction in VR. It is a completely different world. Like it, it is so good, and you know what? Uh, for other headsets, people are willing to pay. 2000 plus dollars like the Vario Aero and mm. if if I would compare them yes okay the Vario Aero has better visuals yes 
That is true, but it's not it's not a standalone headset that you can bring a anywhere. It doesn't even come with controllers. This comes with most probably the best controllers that are out there in the market. You can bring it anywhere and still have as good as as good as um, lighthouse tracking. You know, you have the full library of of meta games there. You could still do um, um, PC VR gaming if you want, but with those incredible lenses. So I really, really don't get people who say like, oh, $1,500, it's like insane. No, it is not. This is our hobby. We are, we are VR enthusiasts, right? So the, the latest iPhone, the most expensive one is 2,000 euros for the iPhone Crazy. 14 Max Pro or whatever it's called. And what do you get? A dynamic island. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> a, a freaking dynamic island? And here you get better comfort, you get the best controllers, you get the best lenses that I've ever seen in a VR headset, you get better colors, you get darker blacks, you get all this goodness for only $1,500. Are you freaking kidding me? How cheap are you? Well put. You put. Uh, you, you said I couldn't say it, but you said it better than me. That is exactly what it is. This is this is if you're if you're an, if if you're a person who loves technology and you the, normally spend money on technology, it's worth it. People are paying two thousand five hundred dollars for a forty ninety um, yeah, GPU. Exactly. This costs one thousand five hundred dollars, and it's the best standalone headset that I've ever seen. Come on, stop complaining about $1,500. We are, we are enthusiasts, right? If you cannot afford it, okay, no problem. But don't shit on the device, yeah, just because it is the price that it's worth it. Yeah. No, really. Like, and that, I would have never thought that I would defend Meta. You know, I was the guy who was <laughs> shitting on time. Meta for two years. Yeah. No, but I'm, it seems like I'm the only one who is like having these thoughts and I drove to France <laughs> to get it. <laughs> and I paid 1,800 euros. No, really, like if I see one more video that shits on it because of the pricing, I will, I, I, I don't get it. No, really. Yeah, so, to the point where they're saying that VR is dead because the Quest Pro. No, it is they're not. I mean, they're saying VR is dead again because the, the Quest Pro is going to kill VR. And I'm like, I don't get The people that did that have not put this headset on. And if they did put this headset on, they are not people yeah. that play VR normally because they would know how much better it is than most every other headset out there and how profound the experience is when you do it. <laughs> exactly. And they have not met another person also wearing one of them and then having this meeting in virtual reality, reality for the first time with the expressions, right? So, and also, yeah, exactly. And the thing is also, I totally understand Meta with their pricing. The thing costs $800 to make. That is the bomb, right? The, the bill of materials, $800. So also, they have found for themselves, hey, it is not sustainable to um, yeah to, to give them out for free like they did, did with the Quest 2. They also, f they also found out with the Quest 2, hey, this is not sustainable business. We need to raise the price for $100. That makes sense, right? So for this headset, which is not even aimed at us gamers, $1,500 makes sense. They are a company that wants to earn money, right? This is, we are living in a cap capitalistic world. This is capitalism. It makes sense. The company wants to earn money and they can only make this goodness here if they earn money.
So yes, I also want an $800 Quest Pro, but it will ruin this company. That's it. And if it then puts them out of business, what's the, what's the it, sense? It will put them out of the business, right? So, and I'm telling you, $1,500 is friggin' cheap for this. Let me, let me tell you why. So the business point, yeah, this is indeed made for business. So, you know, me, yeah, I do have a business. Yeah, it's called the MRTV Experience, where people come here to the MRTV headquarter, pay like um, 89 euros, and they can try everything here that I have. It's like, a, it's like amazing. I got it all, right? So, okay, I got this now. So for me, it's a fantastic business expense. You know, I, I have a couple of sessions and boom, the thing pays itself. But this is not only, okay, this is a very special business, right? But there's other businesses, like for example, all the creative 3D artists that are using this with ShapeXR or, or, or any other of the apps that is out there to, to, to build in 3D, to do something in 3D. Hello, $1,500 for such a tool with these kind of controllers, which are so accurate in virtual reality. <laughs> It's, it's it's for free $1,500. You know, the, the HoloLens costs 3000 oh plus and it's shit compared to this. Shit. Agreed. I'm sorry, Microsoft. They're not going to send me any more products. <laughs> no, but honestly, You're going to have to really, buy everything from now on. <laughs> yeah, ex exactly. So th this is, this I can absolutely see this, of course, in business. Right? Yes, the password is not perfect, but still for all these 3D applications, for example, or for people who want to teach in VR, like I did that for fun. Like I, I did some uh, Chinese teaching class in VR before just to see if it's, if it's possible, if it works. I did it in Rec Room and it worked fine, you know? And with, with this on, wow, the, the, my students could perfectly see my facial expressions, right? For $1,500, that is so cheap. That is really, really super, super, super cheap. And and therefore, if I see one more video that goes and shits on the price of this thing because, hey, it's so much more expensive, come on, look at the realities. So Meta, they want to become an Apple. They want to become Apple in VR, right? Obviously, right? Apple can charge $2,000 for the same phone with a dynamic island. And nobody complains. And this is exactly where Meta, of course, also wants to go. Now, their problem is that they have sold the Quest 2 for so cheap. So this price has bitten themselves in the ass because they have conditioned people to think, hey, something as valuable as the Quest 2, it should only be $300. That's their own, that's their own, their own problem. And that is what is biting them in the butt right now. That is why now you have this, oh, this uproar, wow, $1,500. But honestly, in a, in, a, in a normal world, the Quest 2 should have probably cost $699, you know, for them to also make money. And yes, this is now the disconnect that they have to fight, fight for to, to make people understand this is worth $1,500. By the way, they did not hire me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I would do an amazing job to do that. But yeah, um, yeah. so so no, $1,500 is exactly the right price for this device. It costs them 800 to make, and it doesn't even include 
the huge development costs. You know, what kind of development costs is involved in making something like these controllers? It is unbelievable. And we just take it and say, yeah, it's good. But th the amount of time that goes into making these here is incredible. Like it's, it's millions of millions of millions of dollars. And somehow this has to be um, yeah, um, reflected in the price. And therefore, $1,500 is cheap. It's going to be cheap for people who are using that for business. They will earn that money back so easily. So yeah. therefore, yes, that's, that's, that's all I got to say. <laughs> no, it was well, it was, it's well put. And, and that's the one thing people have to understand, too, is they, if they had not come out pre and said, this is not a gaming headset, this is a business-based headset, um, it would have been maybe a different story, but they had come out from the beginning and it said was, this is so clear. But nobody wants to hear this headset is not for them. We are in a we are we live in a society where where if yeah. I can't have it, then I got to shit on it. Yeah, well, guess what? It's it's okay that you don't have to. You can't get this. It's okay. You have exactly. a Quest Two. That's great. Exactly. Be happy with your Quest Two, and then okay, this device is not for you. You put it so well there. This they have communicated it so clearly that this is for people who want to work with it. And yes, it also um, works amazingly well as a gaming device, right? And you have all the store, which is amazing, right? But it's still not a gaming device. And then for, for gamers to be unhappy and shit all over it, because it is priced at a price point that is not consumer friendly, it's so weak. It's like what kind of what kind of thing is that? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I mean, you just I mean, you could just say if you look, if this is headsets not for you, you could just say, "Hey, this this is way out of my price range. This is not for exactly, me. Love my, yeah. love my Quest too, but hey, this is a cool interesting piece of kit. I'm glad they made it. I wish I could try it, but it's just not in the cards for me right now." But instead, we have to like kill it. We have to be like Wow, it's terrible. I mean, how dare anybody enjoy using this yeah. thing if, if I can't how, if I can't get it? How dare you have a good time with it? Exactly. Or how, how dare how dare Meta come out with this? Yeah. How dare they? I mean, come on. They are really the company who's pushing VR in a way that no other company is doing it. I can't say that I said these words. But, but you know, it right? is, do you but, feel but, weird? What are you saying? Yeah, yeah, it's so strange. Am I still the same guy? Yeah, yeah starting at Meta tomorrow, by the way. Um, <laughs> no, but honest, but it's true. It is it is really true. It's a company that also wants to earn money just like any other company. And we wouldn't expect other companies to give us their their products for free. If they would sell this to us for, for $800 or $900, they would give this to us for free and they would even give us money because they have put so much, in, so much investment into this, developing it. So why do we expect it to be for free. Yes, we were conditioned by the Quest 2. That is their own problem. That is something that they really have to get over with, right? But um, come on, I mean, especially people in the US, right? You don't like this socialism thing where somebody else gives you something. Isn't it like this? You want you want a great product? Okay, then, then pay the price for it. And don't expect a company to give it to you for some strange reason. If this was any any other social company welfare, it, yeah, there you go. If this was any other company besides Meta who made this headset, we would be praising them as making a fantastic headset for so cheap at fifteen hundred dollars. If this if this was Pimax, oh my god, they'd never be able to do this. But if this was Pimax that came out with this headset and it was this good, 
We and for fifteen hundred bucks, we would all be like, "Holy crap! Pimax has finally pulled it off." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love this command. Yeah, this is so funny. <laughs> Can somebody set Seb free and replace this imposter? Absolutely mean every single word that I'm saying here, and I will make a whole video about this. I will make a video which says, um, uh, "The um, unpopular opinion." The Quest Pro is amazing and absolutely worth $1,500. I will make this video. And I will like encapsulate everything that I said in this podcast into like 10 minutes. Because really, really, it's, it's ridiculous what's going on. If, 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 uh, if Apple would have like, um, given us this headset for $1,500, people would go crazy and say like, what a frigging steal. Are you kidding me? They would, they would throw their money at, at Apple. Yeah, right. And they will, and they will. They, they, they will. They will. They will. Apple, don't make me drive to France <laughs> if you're watching this. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. So, wow, I needed to get this out of my system because honestly, I I, I can't stand this. This is such a great headset. Thousand five hundred dollars is exactly the right price for it. Yeah, and like I said, we were prepared to crap all over it. Look, I was really, I, I was ready. So everybody out there who's like, oh my God, Eric and Sebastian are going nuts. Guys, Man, we, I was super I know ready. I, was. I think you were too. I mean, look, again, you I, had to travel way farther to get yours than I did. I just went down the street and somebody provided it for me. Yeah, I was still, super ready. I'm ready. Yeah. I was ready to kill it because I knew the specs coming in were great. So when I did try it, but I'm going to be fair. You know what I mean? So I, and I understand yeah. it's not the popular opinion right now. No, but it's I'm going to be fair. What do you, Man, you, you I, know I'm what? giving you my opinion. It could, it, it could be easy. It would be easy for us to turn over and go, you know what? It's it's crap. It's not a good headset. That, not tell you the exactly, truth. Exactly. You know that that's the interesting thing to say. I love that you're saying it. You know because for me to come out here and to say the words that I'm saying, this is actually the tough road. You know, like or I don't know. It's like it would be so easy for me to say. You know what, guys, this is shit. You know, I, I paid. I went all the way to France to get it for thousand eight hundred euro, and it has the same resolution like Quest Two. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? Of course I could do that. This would be super easy for me. But to convey to the outside world that you're truly excited about it, that is actually tough. Because people will say, okay, you know what? Okay, now this guy is working now for Meta, not for Pico anymore. But the people have to understand, like, okay, if I feel that this is amazing, I will say that. I will say that even if it's now from Meta and I've spent two years shitting on Meta. You see, it's still already artful. Seb's ambassador badge is in the post. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to become a meta ambassador, even though I'm doing a much better job than all of them right now. <laughs> right? It's funny. It's just funny, the backlash for this headset. I, I mean, yeah. again, I don't, I don't get it, especially for most people who haven't tried it. You know, um, yeah. again, you can say it's not for me. You can just say, hey, it's not for me. It's 1500 bucks, not for me. But it's just funny as many people want to just kill it. And most of the people that are killing it probably yeah. haven't even tried it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Steps Quest 3 early samples also in the pause. Yeah, everything is happening. <laughs> the magic is happening with the it's one finally with, here. <laughs> with only one um, one podcast. Yeah, so you see, that's the thing. Actually, to come out with this, this is this is way harder than to say, oh, this is shit. You know, this is actually tougher because, yeah, you have to, yeah, you have to get over people's, uh, yeah, Ex the, the expectation is just like, oh, it's expensive. They should like destroy it. That's easy. Yeah. 
but to say something positive about it and make people understand, hey, there's much more here at play. That is actually the tough road that I'm going mm. here. <laughs> but yeah. It, yeah. it's really true. Yeah, I agree. And Mick Chris has a good statement here. Um, the second part of his statement, this, the, uh, for, this, is, this is a headset for testing what comes next when it's also, really yeah. usable. This is also. exactly what that is. So be, before you, everybody gets their hands on the Quest 3, Meta needed to do the Pro so they could figure out how to do the Quest 3 and how to do it affordably. This is a test well. headset for, them. for developers yes. too, everybody. If you want to have these right. amazing things on the Quest 3, well, guess what? You need the Quest Pro because you need the developers to be have something to work with before the Quest 3 comes out so they have an idea of how to start making these mixed reality applications and games. Totally agreed. So yes, on top of all of that, it is also a great dev kit <laughs> for yeah. all these people who want to build the mixed reality stuff that is not really present here right now, but it will be on the Quest 3 because the, de the developers have this now to find out what they can do with the amazing uh, mixed reality that will be in the Quest 3. Yeah, so, yep. so what is there to shit on? People have to link to this video if they see one more video which shits on the Quest Pro prize. <laughs> Perfect. No, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, really. Just watch this watch or listen to this podcast. Yeah. I truly hope that some people will like open their minds a bit and see that $1,500 is not expensive for this piece of tech. It's, yeah. It's a I'm complete package. It. it really is. It's a great package of, of a headset that, you know, again, it's not easy. I, we get it. It, it. The price is not easy for anybody, but, you know. Yeah, it's you can't do it. You can't do it. That's then, all. I mean, no, really. If you if you don't have that money, okay, it's fine. You will be super happy with your Quest Two as well. It's not sure. going to it's not going to like change your world not to have it. Or the Pico um, Four is great too. I mean, the, the Pico Four extremely extremely same the same thing here. You know, actually, it's so tough to to go out there and tell the people, hey, you know, I love this headset. I, I do. It's so frigging cheap. If this year, if the Quest Pro is too expensive for you, go for the Pico 4. You will friggin' love it. It's cheap. It is affordable. Most probably available in other hemispheres <laughs> soon in the future, right? So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Or be happy with your Quest 2. There's going to be some amazing games coming out that you're going to be able to play and love on your Quest 2. I mean, we have right. Iron Man coming out. We've got Saints and Sinners Retribution coming out. Everybody will have a chance to play these amazing games on the current Quest 2 you have. So be happy with that. And exactly. It's let the, the Quest, Quest Pro people go have fun with that. Exactly. And I do hope that there is going to be this change of heart after this life-changing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, uh, probably this. Because honestly, I haven't seen a single creator go out there like this. Probably they are just too afraid that people will say, "Oh, you are you are just uh, like a brown nose because of your Meta ambassador or what." But yeah. th there's, also... there's not many. A gamer tag was one of the only ones who is who is a Meta ambassador, and he okay. did a video that I saw today that actually said this along the same same lines as we did, but very yeah. few and far between. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Probably that is the beautiful thing that you have to buy. That I bought it myself. That I, I'm totally free to say whatever I want. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> especially me, right? With this meta history of shitting on them for two years. So yeah, man, just seeing it again here in the comments, eye tracking and face tracking. That is so cool. <laughs> that is so cool to see red matter 
to even 30% sharper with that perfect blacks thanks to the local dimming. Okay, I'm just a VR enthusiast who loves every improvement so much, you know? And I, I know there are other people also out there who just feel like me. No, my company cool. is not a meta ambassador, Dell. <laughs> not my company, not me. I have no, no affiliations with meta. So yeah, you see, that's why it's really tougher to, to go for this stance instead of just saying like, yeah, it's shit, nah, nah, it's too expensive. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it would definitely be the easier take. It is the easier take. Sure. It is yeah. absolutely the easier take. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> is there anything more to say? We are getting to our two hour mark where we normally stop with this. Yeah, I think we have covered this thing really, really well. And, um, you know, I think, again, it's it's not a headset for everybody. And uh, I no, think it that's the best thing we'll say about it, right? It, it is, it's definitely not a headset for anybody. And just like you said in the beginning or when we talked about the Quest Pro, like, um, yeah, it's it's a great headset, but it cannot recommend it for the price. But if you are a viewer enthusiast who has enough money and who wants the latest and greatest, come on. Are you kidding me? Just go for it. The link is the affiliate link is down in the description of this video. <laughs> ah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, cool, cool. So, what an ex exciting podcast episode today! I really loved it, Eric, to talk with so you about fun. it. Yeah, I, well, I love was... coming into the MR, the MR, <laughs> MRTV studios and doing this. And uh, I'm so, oh, so thank you so much for having me. It's a blast. Oh man, I'm I'm so happy that you could come here and that we did this talk about the Quest Pro. Got this word out. Oh, this had to be said. I feel so relieved right now. <laughs> and it, and, you know what was funny though is when you asked me to come on, you had no idea of how what I thought about the headset. So no we could have easily gone at each other, and that yeah, would have been more exciting. Of <laughs> yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, I know I'm I'm going to have this these discussions even though even on MRTV itself because my my teammate Marco he's a totally opposite uh, opinion. He thinks That's it's really it's like a crime that it costs. I want to see that debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah we will out there. We, you guys we, want to see that debate right the we will totally meeting. we're totally going to have that debate we have like a yeah. show called uh, board meeting where we're going to meet each other and wow <laughs> you can look forward to something there Heck yeah 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 so everyone who is enjoying um, this channel absolutely subscribe subscribe to eric's channel eric and todd's channel too cute to see vr gamer absolutely amazing and if you enjoyed this podcast first of all send this to all the people who are like um cheating on this prize of this headset they should absolutely listen to this podcast and if you enjoyed it give it a thumbs up right now and also please give it a five-star review on your favorite podcast providers interface <laughs> like spotify or or itunes so get out your iphone or ipad you you your 2000 euro iphone 14 max pro with a dynamic island <laughs> and open the podcast app and absolutely find this podcast and give it a five-star review and that is everything that we have for the show Looking forward to see you in the next episode. Until then, bye-bye.